Right, let's just try and stay on target. What if the target is moving? Uh... Hi, I'm Ian. He's Ollie. Hi. We're both guys. We're talking about film. It's the Guys on Film podcast. Uh, why does Dracula have no friends? When I do the call, you do the response. You don't do the call and then call me and then I respond. Uh, well, just answer the question. Don't know is also fine. What was the question? Uh, why does Dracula have no friends? Don't know. Because he's a pain in the neck. Because... So welcome to episode 81, Notes on Bram Stokular's... Stokular? <laughs> it's good. It's good. Bram, Bram Stokular. <laughs> okay. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Up five it. Yeah? Um, why did you pick this one? Because it was on Netflix. Okay. Easy. Yeah. So uh, this is a continuation of the remake stuff. So we yeah. did the remakes deep dive. We've done Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Barbarian. Yeah. Um, and this is Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is a remake. That's right. Um, so, so we're going to smash through. Um, we will have some comments smattered throughout the show from yeah. people who have got in touch to tell us about what they think about it. Just taking my jacket off. Yeah. To, to tell us what they think about it. And uh, if you would like to do that for our next episode, then you can get in touch by going to facebook.com forward slash guys on film. You should be able to upload the file if you record it on your phone or something like that. Or if you want to make it easy for yourself on your computer, you can do that by uh, emailing us guys on film podcast at gmail.com. Do that. Do, do any. Do any of them. Or just send us a, a written communication and we can do our best. Um, you know, impression of you. Yeah. So that that's also an option as well. Are you going to be doing the impressions? Uh, we can take it in turns. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay, so let's smash on with uh, Bram Stokula. Um, can I just give you one more Dracula joke before we get stuck in? Uh, what city does Dracula Chinese family live in? What? <laughs> <laughs> Fanghai. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's Dracula Chinese <laughs> family. <laughs> okay. On with the show. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> okay. Guys on Bill. Yeah, we're guys. We're talking about Bill. It's the Guys on Bill podcast for real. You know what guys talk about Bill. It's the Guys on Bill podcast for real. Okay, so uh, Dracula's been on screen for a long time. This How is, long? This is not the first Dracula film. No. It's not the first time Dracula's been in this rodeo. No. Uh, um, I don't know how long, Ollie. How long? Well, I know that... If you go on to IMDb, what's the funny about that? This show's redundant. <laughs> if you don't have IMDb, this this show is not going to happen. Um, but there is eighty-two Dracula titles listed. Okay. So that that goes to tell you just sort of how many Dracula films there are. I mean, some of them are crap. I mean, you've got Bram Bram Stokula, obviously. <laughs> um, you've got Dracula two thousand. Oh me. One of them. Yeah. Gerard um, Butler absolutely smashing it. Dracula 3000, oh. <laughs> where Dracula terrorises the crew of a spaceship, because that is the natural order of things. Um, Dracula Untold, 
and Christmas at Dracula's. What? 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 What do you reckon Christmas at Dracula's is like, Ian? He's uh, got a big castle, so it'd probably be pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Do you reckon you'd be up early, or do you reckon it'd more happen at, at night? Because when you're obviously when you're a little kid, you're getting up early in the morning to open your presents, but at Dracula's, you're gonna have to wait until the evening, right? Why? Well, because of the sun. Well, do you reckon he's got blackout blinds? He he can be up during the day. Do you not listen to Van Helsing? He says they can be up during the day. Their powers are just diminished. Okay. So I mean, uh, there's a fact. Yeah. So, just testing you there. Bing. <laughs> well done. Um, and he looks like he puts on a nice meal if it's Gary Oldman's Dracula. I mean, when what sort of meal is that? I mean, is there a vegetarian option? Well, I mean, he had a roast chicken there, so was no. it cooked? <laughs> no, it was actually fake chicken. <laughs> okay. Chicken. Uh, okay, cool. So, what's your like? I've, I've got a couple of notes about other Draculas here as well. What's your favourite one? This one. This is your. favourite Oh yeah, Dracula. Bram Stokeler is my is my favourite. <laughs> One by by far. Okay. Um, wow. I mean, I maybe I may may as well give you the headline thoughts on it now, seeing as we're talking about it. But when I was younger, my mom and my sister both watched it. My sister is very arty. She's a hairdresser. She went to fashion college, and my mom also hairdresser, artist, photographer. So they were well into it. They loved the costumes. They thought that was amazing. But they wouldn't let me watch. Is that it. why you were a goth? No, but they wouldn't let me watch it because I think it was a bit too saucy, saucy yeah. uh, a bit too violent, and I was too young at the time. Yeah. So I could watch it. So I, I I had watched it before, but I didn't have that much recollection of it. But I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was quite naff in a lot of places, but bottom line is, is that the Rock? No, that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin. So the bottom line is, is that whilst it's pretty cheesy the acting's cheesy and the story structure is bizarre to say the least but it does stick to Bram Stoker's novel which is written in a series of newspaper articles journal entries correspondence letters and things like that so Mm -hmm. it's not a standard structure in the novel anyway so we really did remake the book Mm -hmm. cheesiness and structure aside there's just so much to like about it that Every, every kind of bad thing about it was just completely eclipsed by the design, the visuals, performances, cool. all that sort of stuff as well. And as I said to you before, it's, it's definitely gone on my watch every couple of years list now. So I will definitely. Is that watch a list that you refer back to often? Yeah, well, it's you know, it's like it's Is... like your aliens or or whatever. I think I feel quite comfortable watching this film now, and I'll okay. be excited to see certain sections of the film some of the imagery what films are you uncomfortable watching more than once yeah Woody Allen at all Woody Allen sort of films okay yeah. sort of films <laughs> yeah that sort of thing yeah uh, okay cool I, I agree with what you said um, I've got some points about the, the cheesiness but we'll get into that when we talk about the specifics of things um, my I just had other notes about other Dracula things oh. I, I got the monster um box set from Universal which has got Creatures from the Black Lagoon Wolfman number of Wolfman. Frank, Wolfman Frankenstein stuff like that but the Bela Lugosi uh, Dracula is one that I've not watched yet okay. so well that. done great research I've got that to look forward to um, because, so I don't really have him as a reference point but my point here is Dracula for me was always Christopher um, Walken 
Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Okay. Has Christopher Walken ever played a Dracula? He's played. He's played. Um, oh, there's Headless Horseman in Sleepy Hollow. Headless Horseman, and also in the Prophecy, he was like the Fallen Angel uh, yeah. sort of thing, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Christopher Lee is Dracula, and I think about six or seven, maybe six Hammer horror films. Uh, Prince of Darkness is a really good one. Uh, That's like, John Carpenter. No, Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and Taste the Blood of Dracula, and they were like uh, 1966 and 1970. Uh, but there's also another one called Blood for Dracula. Okay. I think I've mentioned before. Is that Warhol? Yes and no. Uh, his name was attached to it, okay. and it helped probably sell it a little bit more, but it was actually directed by Paul Morrissey. Morrissey's um, brother. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Morrissey and his brother, <laughs> Paul Morrissey. <laughs> but it, it, it's got... Um, Udo Kier in it and um, there's a bit so he's he has to get this virgin to drink her blood and um, her own blood no he has to get a virgin in order to drink her blood oh, right, okay. I mean, so. <laughs> the virgin's not drinking her own blood no um, so it seems pointless so he he's kind of um, got this group of people kind of helping find the virgin to uh, suck her blood so they go to a game dev studio <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full of lads. <laughs> yeah. But then they somehow end up with this girl who yeah. has had sex before, yeah. and this other character's uh, had sex with her, who's like this like uh, lad from out of the barn, right. played by this guy Joe Dalsandra who gets his dick out. <laughs> um, but anyway, Udo Kiara's line is, "The blood of this whore is killing me," and it's like really campy as fuck. Right. And he's like going like, "Ah!" So um, he's had tainted blood. Yeah. And he's bubbling away. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, okay. it's good. It's worth a watch for for like how insanely hammy it is. I think that's the thing with uh, Dracula's. It has to be pretty hammy yeah. and over the top, which is good. That's so, why I'm up for it. So anyway, let's talk about the one we want to okay, talk about. Well, I think I think it's important to set the scene a little bit. So I've told you about this before. I visited Whitby. I like Whitby a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Bram Stoker also visited uh, Whitby, visited. which is an English coastal town. Bram Stoker um, or Bram Stokular? Bram Stokula. So he, he, he visited this English coastal town. It's up in the north, like Yorkshire, Dales area, in 1890. And that was supposedly part of the inspiration for Dracula because he stayed in a, an apartment on the West Cliff overlooking the, the sea and Whitby Abbey. And often ships would come in and he envisaged that Dracula would, well, he was writing the novel, that Dracula might come into England on a ship in a coffin and he would terrorise Whitby as a large black dog which he does in the film as, okay. a, as a werewolf he has the mad sex grave thing what? Yeah. this big werewolf there is rumour that he came up with the idea of Dracula after he had some seafood okay. and had like mad fever dreams okay. sw- sweat the bed yeah. and had a fever dream about a beast that like had to live by drinking other people's blood but unverified but the, the rumours out there so yeah, I mean... It, I mean, you can't verify a rumour of, of a dead man. The rumour mill has been bubbling away for the last 110 years. So... 128 years. So Bram Stoker's Dracula came out in 1992, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. What? Did, <laughs> Sorry, what? Cop- Coppola. Coppola? Coppola? Yeah. Coppola. Coppola. Ways. Coppola ways to say that, isn't there? Oh, he salvaged it. Um, What's it all about? Do you want the official synopsis? Go on then. The official synopsis. 
The centuries-old vampire Count Dracula comes to England to seduce his barrister Jonathan Harker's fiancée, Mina Murray, and inflict havoc in the foreign land. Foreign land being England, because he's from Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the tagline is for it? Love never dies. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like it. And why Classy. is it called? Why is it called Love Never Dies? What? what why is the tagline is, Love is the Never Dies? It's the prequel to Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you pointed that out. It because yeah, it's about his love, Elizabeth. And, yeah, and he is um, inflicted with this burden of never being able to die. Yeah. Uh, so you get this brilliant pre-ramble <laughs> where. <laughs> Where Gary Oldman, he is, he's Vlad the Impaler, isn't he? Or he's a servant of, or he's, he's kind of Vlad the Impaler-ish. Yeah, um, he's modelled on. <clears throat> modelled on. Um, so he's fighting against these oncoming Christian hordes. And he's going out, Whores. Whores. smashing them, impaling them. Yeah. Um, and his, his missus, Elizabeth, believes that he's died. So yeah. she also throws herself off a cliff and he's heartbroken he's like bloody hell yeah it's actually because the insurgents like falsely tell her that they've killed him yeah. even though he wins the battle absolute nonsense <laughs> just yeah. lies yeah a little prank gone wrong so she she chucks herself off a cliff and she looks like Winona Ryder yeah it looks a lot like Winona Ryder and then years and years and years later Winona Ryder appears again but as a as a different female called Mina. Ah, a different female. And I'm not sure whether she's supposed to be the in, the reincarnation of, or whether she just looks a lot like Winona Ryder. This is the thing I didn't get, was okay. whether or not she was the same person. It's a bloodline thing, but like identical genes. <laughs> yeah, identity genes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the bit I didn't understand about it, was like that, I think probably to me from a story point of view is the failing of it because okay. the the sense that she could be a reincarnation of the same person or like a continuation in some form or other of the same person kind of like devalues the whole thing that like he's been alive forever because mm. like yeah she has too and she seems fine she's fine about it <laughs> okay like no, she's, well, not, she's not, not deteriorating the, and no but not, she hasn't been no, but this is yeah, if it's a reincarnation, then, then yeah. she wouldn't be. I don't think she knew. What are you worried about? Yeah, what are you worried about? Um, so just, I'm just just reincarnate, mate. What are you worried about? So I'm just going to give you. So this has got seventy five percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, okay. which is surprising. Um, what, why? I don't know because a bit, it's a corny one. Yeah. And there's a you know I I, I didn't think it would be a critic's favourite, but we'll we'll go on to that in a bit. Uh, but I'll give you the official critics consensus. Overblown in the best sense of the word, Francis Ford Coppola's vision of Bram Stoker's Dracula rescues the character from decades of campy interpretations and features some terrific performances to boot. Now, I'd say it does feature some terrific performances, but not everybody <laughs> is terrific. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm a Dracula's castle, dude. This is totally Transylvanian. <laughs> yeah. So we've got to talk about the Keanu in the room. Yeah, Empire's Tom Hibbert criticised Keanu Reeves' casting and was not the only critic to consider the resultant performance to be weak. So basically, there's a thing about Keanu Reeves in a sort of like retrospective on his career, 
and uh, the guy was just saying he's totally out of his depth and frequently <laughs> frequently blasted off screen by Gary Oldman <laughs> I, I feel that's fair yeah been absolutely blasted off the screen. I d- it's weird that, like, so his accent's bad. Winona Ryder's yeah. accent's bad. Yeah. I actually kind of feel like Gary Oldman's accent's bad as no. well. But his voice is good, though. His voice is good. His he went, he went to a, a, a classical singing trainer to get his voice down that like half octave that he needed to say Dracul. Just post processors. Yeah, we just yeah, um, fix it in like Bane, I, like I, Bane. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It was> good. <laughs> Do that again, but close. To... No. One more. I can't. It was the way I was saying. No, no, you can't do it. Can't do it. He's, he's... <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So they wouldn't have post processed it though because they took a very particular approach to effects. But let's talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, so but, going but yeah, through... I think he just like he as well as the accent, he's kind of like a non-entity. Like he's like he he's very mysterious. He's like he's very wet. Not but not Dracula. We're talking about Keanu Reeves' bad oh, performance. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He's just yeah. He's very, just there, isn't he? Yeah, very wet. What, one of my first notes. So I've got a lot of notes here, but so he he's basically it's the classic estate agent sort of setup. You've got to go to this weird old place, and you know he wants to estate agent so. or, or whatever. You know, like Woman in Black as well. You know where the guy yeah. goes there. There's some estate to be had, or or there's the new one with um, <laughs> what is Reming, Re, Is it Remington or whatever it is? The there's some mistake to be had. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So Keanu Reeves, is Harker, goes to this uh, Transylvanian castle because Dracula wants to buy some property and he just needs to go and sort out a little bit of paperwork. Yeah. Dracula says, why don't you stay for three months or something like that? Yeah. And, and there's all this kind of weirdness going on and at no point does Keanu Reeves look like freaked out at all. Yeah, so... I think a good way of explaining what the overall structure of the film is is if I describe so that, so we can just cover that and then we'll go through each bit because like right. the very first weird thing is the coach driver's arm like coming out and grabbing him pulling yeah. him into the thing but let's just talk so that's the first part but let, let, a good way is to describe the levels in the 16-bit SNES and Mega Drive game okay fine so in the game Jonathan Harker travel through, travels through six different stages each having between an sorry each having a number of areas except for the final stage which only has one area okay so he fights various bosses including Lucy Western Row who yeah. goes, goes mental yeah uh, Count Dracula uh, Count Dracula's Three Brides yeah. Renfield and then the coach driver um, so basically he goes through uh, first level Romanian countryside yeah which is kind of the travel to yeah. Rat infested old village, which is where he stops off before he goes to Dracula's house. Right. Uh, Dracula's castle. Yeah. Or house. Yeah. Uh, within which a moose is loose. And uh, nice. Dracula's cavernous vaults. Dracula's misty catacombs. Okay. Various locations in London. Yeah. Lucy's crypt, a graveyard, and Carfax Abbey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. a sequential order of it. Yeah. Um, which would you prefer to go through Dracula's misty catacombs or his cavernous vaults? Cavernous vaults, because I think there could be some good loot. 
Well, there's loot to be had. Yeah, I think there's loot to be had in his vaults. Okay, so uh, he kind of arrives and the weirdness begins probably when he sees that the people in the village are kind of talking behind his back and stuff. But yeah. I guess you could get that anywhere. Yeah. It's just that he doesn't understand that they're talking about how... Uh, oh, mate, is he going up to that castle? He doesn't know what the fuck he's in for. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't realise that. So that you can... You can Except that he doesn't react really badly to that because yeah. he just doesn't understand. Yeah. But then when the coach driver like has the longest arm in the, the longest universe, lizard arm ever, yeah, and drags him on and has this like horrific like facial mask that makes yeah. him look like he's kind of in an S and M gang. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't react to that at all. He just no. gets in just the back of the perplexed. carriage. It's like, hmm. I got in the carriage and I like yeah. Yeah. So he just carries on, and then the weirdness just gets more and more. Yeah. Uh, there's the dogs. Yeah. Sorry, the wolves. Yeah. Uh, and the blue flames on the way yeah. into the castle. Yeah. N- at no point is he weirded out by it. Eyes in the sky. Dracula's eyes in the in the clouds. Yeah. I mean, he might not have seen them, but they were there. Yeah. We saw them as an audience. And then when Dracula taps him on the shoulder right near the start of his stay, and he turns around, he's actually like twenty feet away. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't act, care. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't say anything minded. weird about that. He's not like he's just like hmm, you're at the door now. Yeah, Great. and then there's obviously the famous shaving scene where does yeah where he's not reflected. Yeah, and Dracula has a little lick of the of the blade. Yeah, he's just not weird. And then he asks him to stay for like three months, and Keanu's like, "You would have me stay for such a time?" and yeah. yeah so he just gets on and starts writing the letters about it yeah so basically what we're saying is lots of weird shit happens and he doesn't get freaked out until yeah, way too all. late yeah uh, so it's a little bit strange I'd say I'll say here's the thing I was going to tell you not on the podcast but I've saved it for the podcast okay so I got into it one of my first notes is who directed this and I now know of course it's Francis Ford Coppola but I think the question came up because it was like oh yeah okay this has got like a really particular visual style so was there a couple of choices in your head that you might have thought it could have been so the bit in the film where um, (laughs) (laughs) bit in the film where I started thinking about it was when uh, he's in his sort of Vlad form (laughs) and he's on the battlefield just before he's in his Gundam form (laughs) Yeah, this is his Mewtwo. <laughs> Gundam v Dracula. Yeah. I'd pay to see that. Would you pay to see that? Nice one. Yeah, me neither. Um, so, anyway, in that form, uh, he's having this big mad battle. And I think probably from budgetary reasons, but also stylistic reasons, they decided to do a lot of the battle scenes with this big, like, claret so red silhouette And everything else yeah. is silhouetted on top of it. And I was like, okay, this is... It's got a bit of a style to it, yeah. and I, then I immediately looked it up, and I didn't realise it was Francis Ford Coppola that did it. So I was yeah. like, okay. But then on. the whole way through, you're just bombarded with Ace visuals, like throughout. <laughs> it's it you it is. It's just such a good looking film. Wow. Like, I think it really stands stands up, and it's since I've got here that there was uh, the the game series Bloodborne, and probably quite a lot of Dark Souls as well. Obviously, drew a lot of inspiration from this. There's the cage-headed guys in the sanctuary mm-hmm. um, which is also a boss like a boss from, from Bloodborne whose boss is it's it? the boss of the game uh, there's also the uh, is it is it uh, Lucy when she's got the kind of burial gown on 
She's very yeah. much like the the queen in, in Bloodborne as well. There's the carriage driver that's very much like your main dude. There's there's a lot of visuals that are just your main exactly dude. the exactly the same. I'll exactly post up some course. pictures so you can so you can see. Uh, I liked the Vlad type yeah. outfit. The samurai looking like yeah. almost muscular structure on the yeah. outside. Yeah. Looked like if someone had had the skin peeled off. Flayed. Peeled off. Yeah, who's peeled his skin off? Um, yeah but it's good it's very good I like it um, and the costumes were designed by somebody called Aiko Ishioka and she yeah. um, I think won an Oscar for all the costumes yeah, yeah. so and there's a lot of cool Deservedly costumes so. yeah and like, what's your favourite costume in it I think it's that one like it's because it, it's very unique that's the muscle muscle suit yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I quite like the fact that his normal gown that he wears is bright red yeah. instead of like black with a red in, inside because uh-huh. yeah. it's different from how he's always been portrayed yeah. before okay. um, it's more like sort of uh, almost like Japanese inflected sort of like red satin looking thing yeah what's yours what's your favourite uh, well, that would be one of them but the other one is, is definitely Lucy's funeral gown the, yeah. the white funeral gown that conveniently gets sort of sprayed with blood on the front mm. Um looks really iconically great oh, that's iconically great <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's here's the thing right so you sent me a video which we can post um, and it was about the effects in it and the intention for them to try and emulate how effects had been done in when they Hollywood made, history yeah, and yeah. when they would have made the original yeah. vampire films so like Nosferatu and then yeah. like maybe the original um 1931 Dracula Mm -hmm. I think when you are in the knowledge of that it's like oh yeah wicked that's very cool I think the story of how they did it in a very genuine way and they like made decisions about well we could probably try it this way but we're gonna we're gonna do it in in the style that it's been done before yeah they they, they basically think that everything in the film could have been done with old techniques like film splicing or Mm. just like there's in when he's having the weird shave, the walls are moving in, and yeah. it's like the set is moving in, and the camera is doing a bit of a pull. Yeah, all sort of stuff like that. But he he had an effects team originally. Yeah, but he fired them all. Yeah, and this is in the documentary because they, were... they wanted to do everything. I mean, this is 1992, so you have got like Jurassic Park's just coming out. There's a little bit of a swing towards using a little bit of computer and um, CG. Judgment Day. Yeah, Judgment Day. There's a little bit of a, oh, there's this new thing. It kind of makes things a little cheaper. Let's do that. But he fired them all and got his son involved, Roman yeah. Roman Coppola. Is that right? Roman Coppola? Is that his name? I don't know what you're saying. Son Coppola. Coppola Jr. Uh, so he got him in basically to help him keep his vision intact. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think with that in mind, the, the kind of hokey acting of Keanu and Winona... Um, and some of the kind of weird plot points it, none, of, none of that is as bad as, how, as, as as the great stuff in it it's just the great stuff is eclipses everything for me yeah I, I, the only so my only feel on this is like when you actually watch it it's if you don't know that and you just take it at face value some of them you go mm, that looks a bit of shit and I think you might have done at the time as well mm. Like the 
the in-camera effect with the it's either a projection or spliced footage in some way but um, the blue flames right near the yeah. start of the film is like it's not very good Okay. And so, like, what I mean is, like, I like the fact that they chose yeah, to do it yeah. that way. But okay. if you didn't know that, it just some a couple of them don't really hold up, okay. which I think is fine. But you shouldn't have to watch special features to no. get enjoyment out of the film. So, who was your who was your favorite character or slash actor actress? I, I think my favorite like performance is Sadie Frost as um, what's her name, Lucy yeah. Westenra. Yeah. Um, because she plays uh, a well-to-do woman who's kind of courting lots of different men. Yeah. She's like very entertaining on screen. And yeah. then she gets caught up with this whole like vampire, vampire nonsense. Yeah. yeah. But then she it kind of tracks her like illness, their attempt to save her with Van Helsing. Sex comes. illness. Yeah. She so, becomes very horny. Yeah. In a violent way. And it kind of tracks her getting ill and then dying, but un dead the yeah. undeadening yeah and then uh, she wakes up and there's a brilliant scene the one that you described the blood and the white dress yeah but like she's just mental when that's happening the performance is really good yeah and it was done backwards yeah it. shot backwards yeah yeah um, but yeah I thought she was good it was surprising because I kind of forgot this whole bit of it but I like Tom Waits in it as well yeah okay I think those two are the best really like the other ones kind of think it's too hammy <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, I think Gary Oldman's great, but my favourite by far, and I've, I've told you this earlier, was uh, Anthony Hopkins' Van Helsing. Yeah. Bant, Banter <laughs> Helsing. I, I put a note here that says, is it a piss take? Well, he was trying really, really, really hard, I think, for a bit to not sound Welsh and to try and sound a little bit more Hungarian or whatever, but he doesn't pull it off yeah. anyway yeah. <laughs> he still sounds very much but I just think I think he's wicked in it I think he's it's a good character like Van Helsing is a good character uh, but the way he plays it is really classic it's like the old it is a lot like the old Hammer horror Vincent Price kind of era stuff yeah. you know um, and he has this brilliant moment that I had to write down uh, where this is after the great scene where they try and exercise Lucy and get the demons out and they fail and they have to just decapitate her yeah. Nina who is Winona Ryder uh, says how did Lucy die was she in great pain and Van Helsing says yes she was in great pain then we cut off her head and drove a stake through her heart and burned it and then she found peace and I just thought it's just a twat yeah but in a great in a great way in the way that he's this kind of vampire hunter who's just seen it all and yeah. he's got no time for people having any kind of sympathy towards people that have already died yeah <laughs> you know he's kind of um, almost kind of his empathy is not there at all like yeah like I don't know that it's not that he has any time but it almost came across that he was like um, like maybe a little bit of an eccentric to the point where like he didn't understand real feelings yeah. in that way. It's just been like hunting vampires so long, he's lost a bit of his own self. When you've been hunting vampires as long as I have. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's not Welsh. Yeah. Um, but he actually says the same sort of thing before. So one of the three men that were like courting Lucy Westenra uh, is interested in what they're going to do to kind of try and save her. Um, and the one, I think it's played by Richard E. Grant. So yeah. it's like kind of his apprentice. Yeah. Um, he brings like a big tool bag and 
he's like um, oh, Bob the Builder are you are you uh, going to perform an autopsy and he says pretty much the same thing as your line but he's like not exactly just cut off her head and take out her heart and it's like too piss takey it's like he knows that that guy was wanting to marry her it's like not exactly but we're just yeah, going like, to take her heart yeah. out and like cut her head off yeah so you know. <laughs> it's fine yeah um yeah, and there's a bit where he actually looks at the camera. What? <laughs> like, so, like, they go out into the garden, and I think he is beginning to explain to those guys, like, look, we're dealing with something that's not just normal illness yeah. here, so, like, can you just get that? Yeah. So, and he's off in the distance, and he does, like, there's loads of, like, smoke in that, and he's kind of, like, in a graveyard or something. Yeah, vaping. <laughs> yeah. Vape house. Having the war- world's biggest vape. Um,. <laughs> But yeah, he starts explaining like the sort of dark arts that are in play and all this sort of stuff. But he like he's having like a big mad one, and his eyes like it's supposed to be that he's looking across a group of people who are behind where the camera's positioned. He looks at you at but, home. But as he looks more and more left in the screen, he's just talking and then looking right at the camera. <laughs> it's like really weird. Um, I think it's piss takey. I think it's on, on purpose. Yeah, he's just having a mad one. I liked him. I thought it was good. I think he was just having banter to get a paycheck. What was your What was your best scene? I mean, there was a lot of good scenes in it, but what was your What was your best scene? Um, <laughs> so I've just spotted a note about my my best subtitle. Okay. But, uh, my best scene is. I think it's the visual stuff at the at the start of it, like. I, mm-hmm. As it goes on, like I kind of follow it for the story, but yeah. I really like the journey he takes to get to Transylvania. Yeah, okay. Um, if I had to pick something that was like kind of more of Your a dr- dramatic scene, yeah. it would probably be the one where Lucy comes down the stairs backwards yeah. and like uh, then goes back in her coffin and blah, 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 and then sprays the blood. That scene's pretty good. Okay. And it's the first time that um, Van Helsing is kind of fully into what's going on. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think mine mine is the uh, the final kind of coach chase race against literal race against time as the sun is going behind the clouds yeah and you know that they need to get Dracula out of that coffin I'm going to need to get Dracula out of that coffin um, so you can see yeah. the sunlight going down the, the, the sun's going behind the clouds you've got your vampire hunters chasing him like it's it's a really intense great scene with like the Good, you know the visual of the of the sun is great. Him and Dracula inside the inside the coffin with the sun, like on his face but fading. You know it's a literal race against time. I just thought that's I thought it's brilliant. Oh, it's really Do good. Do you think that they could pitch like maybe just that part of it as Speed Three, Keanu <laughs> Reeves? Yeah, as an incarnation of Jonathan Harker. Yeah. I've been here before. <laughs> but if the carriage... But now I'm asked. <laughs> yeah, now I've actually got some... Uh, Acting like, chops. I, I think just replace um, Winona Ryder with Sandra Bullock and you've got a movie. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so, yeah, what's, so what's your subtitles? What's best, your best subtitles? I've got some best subtitles too, so, so let's go through these. In square brackets, shouting in Romanian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Can I give you one of mine? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, this is uh, when Gary Oldman uh, discovers that Elizabeth died. It just hit in, in square brackets, wailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. <clears throat> Have you got any more? 
No, it was just that one. I just put my best one. Well, I've got uh, Monkeys Gibbering. That's another one. Dracula Sobbing. And um, Dracula's in a cargo container. Um, and it just says, Croaks. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. There were some really cool, like my favourite effects shots from it. So there's quite a lot of uh, dissolves from one scene to another. Yeah. Where there's like a a compositional match with one shot into the next. Yeah. So one of the really cool ones I thought was there is a bite mark in someone's neck. So there's two dots. Yeah. And, and then it fades off and it's two eyes of a wolf. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. There's also like a bat. Um, sorry, there's like a transition where he goes into the darkness and they turn the light on and it's a big pile of rats okay. that kind of drop to the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. That was That was quite well executed as well yeah pretty cool stuff man I actually really like the shot with Dracula's arm uh, sorry the coachman's arm yeah pulling him into the car that's good what do you think about Keanu Reeves grey hair yeah pretty cool yeah okay you think he pulls it off why I just put Keanu's grey hair though okay the time shifts I know that it's accurate to the book by the way I've actually listened to uh, three or four chapters of the audiobook and okay. like it is very similar to like word for word quotes from we're big drag heads now by the way Stokomania Stokomania's st- <laughs> running wild brother um, <laughs> it's exactly the same as it is in the book which is good I think it's quite accurate but yeah, what I was okay. going to say was the continuity of what happens in the story like chronological ordering of it is weird and I think it kind of comes back to that thing of um Winona's character and whether she's alive or a reincarnation all that sort of stuff it's just like what's going on across time here yeah like sooted <laughs> yeah they don't explain that well enough. yeah that's a little bit okay. of a choppy choppy change overall though Ollie I liked it me too I would definitely watch it again and I recommend that people watch it if you haven't already I've got some some here which is Common Sense Media have you heard of this Common Sense um, Media Yes, you know that I have because you told me about it mere minutes before. Okay, we so this is where off. this is a little bit like the parents' guide, but it's a whole website dedicated to it, uh, where pe- both parents and children can submit reviews, uh, so that you can make an informed decision as to whether or not your kids should watch eighteen-rated Dracula with plenty of breasts and blood in it. So I don't think they should. I think it's it's an adults' film. Yeah. For sure. So uh, the main headline on Common Sense Media says, it's definitely for age 17 plus. It's bloody, sexy, scary Dracula for mature teens only. Bloody sexy. 13-year-old says, the best movie ever. I only saw this movie when I was about 9 or 10. I thought there were a few scary parts though when I first saw it. Now though, I really love this movie. This movie really shows Dracula not as the hiding old dude like in the other movies. <laughs> hiding old dude? Yeah. Who's that hiding old dude? So he really, obviously really quite likes uh, Gary Oldman's rock star Dracula. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> another child says, I love it. The only problem with this movie is there is a scene where we see pornography in 101 Arabian Night. And we also see girl breast at least 10 times in the movie. Why is the grammar so bad in that? Because it's a child writing it in. Okay. We um, also see breast at least 10 times. This is a 12-year-old. And the headline is, Dude, they eat babies. Yo, I never watched 
or ever will, this movie. Come on, they suck a baby's blood for a crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's good. What do you think of that? That uh, was pretty. I like the reaction of. Uh, is it is it Keanu? Yeah. That's the big reactions. That was his best bit of acting in the whole film. So yeah. They what? they and Baba. They eat and Baba. The Dracula um, brides of Dracula eat a Baba. Yeah. And Keanu reacts to it in a good way. Uh, I've got one more. I like the awkward dinner actually after he's had like the the sexy time with um or like I don't know the the weird time with the three uh, <laughs> yeah. brides of Dracula or whatever. Keanu seems up for it though. Like yeah. a woman just literally appears out of the mattress. Yeah. Like, how was she in that mattress? All right. But she's just coming out of the mattress. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, get on with it. So then there's the awkward scene at the dinner table where uh, Van Helsing is chatting to him and Mina about whether he did the dirty. Yeah. And he's like, no. She's beside him. He's like, fucking between did. us. Yeah. <laughs> did a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> how can you do it a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Just, okay. just the tip I've got one more and this is based on that um, it says meh I saw this and it wasn't scary at all almost to the point of boring the main issue is that this movie has a lot of adult content and I would not advise children under the age of 14 to watch this it would be way past awkward to watch it with my parents <laughs> it's way past awkward okay this is way past awkward half past awkward so, Ian, um, I've got a couple of questions for you. Okay. Uh, what was your best gore? Ian's best gore. I, I think the spitting blood bit. Okay. Spitting blood. Yeah. She sprays blood and it's kind of unexpected. I think that's what's good about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's probably better gore overall, actually. Like, there's a, there's a not really gory, but like horrible bit where uh, Tom Waits eats... Um, like an animal or something he's eating insects and stuff yeah yeah and I think he eats like a rat or something as well yeah yeah. I like the um, Lucy's stake through the heart then insta decapitation yeah it was quite brutal (laughs) bang bang one two yeah job done yeah Uh, quite like that ice Um, throat balls yeah Um, so I've already asked you what Christmas Dracula's would be like we've established that Um, do you think that Count Ducula has ever killed anybody yeah 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 definitely yeah or a duck another duck or another person or do you you think it's just duck people duck so so you give me options of ducks people or duck people well no duck people or people do you think he's 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 progressed to people or is he just killing duck people duck people probably to make sense in the universe yeah yeah okay that's the end of my questions okay how have you found this to be? Well, this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, I've enjoyed talking about it. Well, we've, we've uh, times up. Times up. It says times up on your phone. Right, it's over. It's finished. No. Okay, I've got a couple of comments. So I asked um, if between my friends, my friends, friends of the podcast, if there's any <laughs> thoughts on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Are they not my friends? I got one saying Keanu is such an enigma, a terrible actor who somehow manages to appear in amazing movies. Who said that? Uh, that was Kevin Blakeman. Blakeman. So what do you think about that? Canadian Blakeman. Yeah. So Keanu is such an enigma, a terrible actor, who somehow manages to appear in amazing movies. Yeah. Agree? I think that's kind of true, yeah. More recently... Yeah, I think he, I think he kind of does roles where he doesn't have to stretch himself too much. 
Yeah, I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, and another comment here from um, ex-colleague of yours and current colleague of mine, Alan Perry. Very OTT, but trashy, big budget, starry fun. Love the Vlad historic intro, which we agree on. Yeah. Uh, not seen that done before, which we haven't. Amazing cast. Don't mind Keanu. Hopkins is hammy fun, which I agree with. Love the end chase against the sunset in two. That's my favourite bit. Sure. Uh, you should do Dracula 2000. Love the origin story in that. Okay. Um, and he says there's some great moments in it, like the cut from the beheading to the bloody meat being carved. So oh, yeah, that is a good cut, actually. Yeah. So, there you go. so that goes from the beheading straight into the scene where you quoted. Yeah. And. Uh, it's also the scene where I was saying it kind of developed into the discussion about whether he had the sex with the ladies. Yeah, which um, he may have done. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I think that was it. Yeah, cool. All right. If you've enjoyed the show... Oh, then... he's speaking loud now. Yeah, if you enjoyed the show... <laughs> All throughout he's been, again, exploring the <laughs> quiet realms. Over here. If you've enjoyed the show, you can listen to more of them and you can find all of those easily by going to facebook.com forward slash guys on film. Give us a like. Do that now. Oh, it looks like Ollie's actually doing it now. Um, you can also send us notes for our next notes on stuff. We'll regularly post on Facebook and Twitter what those things are going to be, but you can get them to us by going to Facebook and just sending us a note there or email us. What's yeah. the email address, Ollie? Guys on film at. No. Oh. Guys on film podcast at gmail.com. Guys on film podcast at gmail.com. It's really easy to remember. See, I've remembered it. Have you? Oh, well done. Well, uh, we'll keep repeating it then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, I've not recorded it. <laughs> Banter. Bantula. Ken Bantula. <laughs>